Echo fills the ancient sky There's heard one universal cry Percussions, movement, a rhythmic blend Hands that heal, bodies mend The dance to capture, visions lost Regain freedom at all cost Broken lives we all endure Remembering wholeness is the Hello and welcome to another episode of Jen's Gems with me, Marvin Schneider, and there she is, Jen Ward. Hello, Hi, Jen. babies. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining in. Um, this one, this Jen's Gem is going to provide a fairly quick uh, high-level introduction to SFT tapping and the SFT tapping protocols, and we're going to explain why we're doing this in a second, but... As a, um, oh, by the way, I should let the audience know you've just finished a private session. It was pretty intense. So it was pretty hopefully... intense. But we need to record this now because uh, it needs to get out there. So we've been doing the Friday Night Lives. Um... Wow, Jen. <laughs> we've been doing the Friday Night Lives for a couple of months now, every Friday at 7 p.m. New York time. And what we do is we invite a whole bunch of people to have some one-on-one -on -one time with Jen. And uh, there's a whole bunch of healing that goes on in there. And it's it was, it was free. Uh, it was part of our outreach program. And, um, you know, so anyone that subscribes to the Genuine Healing YouTube channel should be aware of these live streams. Um, so that's that. And then the other day we did a group healing session uh, hosted by Steve Nobel's uh, crowd. Uh, so, so a lot of people. You okay? You, you can <laughs> stay awake well, with it's, us. It's not. It's not that. It's energy work. So as we're doing this, people are getting a release. So I'm okay, feeling but, it and releasing people. All right, but this Jen's gem is not intended to release. Um, this is providing information, and Can't all of the release it. is going to. Is all the release is going to come. Anyway, if you can stay with me, that would be really great so we can just kind of get through this. So we did a group healing thing uh, session for two hours with Steve Nobel. He was hosting it, right? And um, um, obviously you and I were doing it, but, you know, he was promoting it as part of his, you know, his people basically were the ones that signed up for it. There are about 70-something people that signed up and each one of not each one, but a number of people had a really profound one-on-one -on -one time with you, right? So th there's a group Zoom call. Uh, there's lots of people on the Zoom call. And then one at a time, we invited people in to have a one-on-one -on -one healing with you. And it was really profound, yeah. don't you think? So it's like each person is like getting a private session in like five minutes or so. Right. And so we've been doing something similar to that on these Friday Night Lives. Um, okay. And that's a lot of fun and it's really, you know, whatever, really profound. But what we'd like to do and what we are doing is we are going to be offering uh, group healings with Jen Ward um, on every Saturday at 1 p.m. New York time. Right Now, the 1 p.m. New York time is going to be a little bit better for the people in Europe. It's, it, it sucks for us because that's kind of like 4 a.m. our time. But um, so, so uh, every Saturday, 1 p.m. New York time, we're going to have these group healing sessions. 
And uh, these ones won't be free. So you do need to sign up for it. Go to the Genuine Healing website. I'll, I'll show you how to do that in a second. And then what you're doing is you're signing up for a whole series of these things. So there's going to be three in the month of October. There's going to be four in November. And you just sign up. You know, If you want to do October and November, then you can come to all of the ones that are scheduled. Right? So that's how this works. And... <laughs> In order to set that up, um, the purpose of this Jen's Gem video is to explain SFT tapping so that when people come onto this healing, they know the basics of SFT tapping because we're going to be doing a lot of tapping in these healings where people get one-on-one -on -one time with you. Does that all make sense? Does it Absolutely. make sense what we're doing? So what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to share my screen uh, if I can work out. And of course it uh, of course it doesn't want to share that easily with me. Where is it? There it is. Okay. Uh, let me just try that again. Sorry folks. Um, okay, here it is here. Hi. Okay, so um, I just want to whoops, sorry. When you go onto the Genuine Healing website, you're going to see, uh, and, and you go to the purchase menu, you're going to see a couple of uh, buttons like this. Um, so this is the group healing with Jen Ward um, for October, and this is the one for November. So we've set two up already. So if I just click on the October one, uh, there's a description of what the offer is, how much it, how much it's priced, when all the healings are, and uh, everything that you're going to get from it but it also includes a link to download all of the uh, four primary protocols. Is that okay? So, mm -hmm. so we're great. inviting people to sign up for this. And so what you're doing is you're signing up for one month at a time. Um, and every month you know, in October, there's going to be three of them. In November, there's going to be four. In December, there's going to be either four or five, depending on how many, how many Saturdays there are in December, so on. Okay, so the purpose of this video is for those that are interested in, in participating in these group healing sessions, it would be really useful for them to know some of the nuts and bolts of, of SFT tapping. So, Jen, can you just starting off, can you just really quickly just describe just the mechanics of the tapping? Three on the head, okay. once on the chest, and, and what's going on there? Okay, so when... So our brain is a 3D printer, and it manifests everything that we put our intentions into. But the problem is we we manifest negatives by default. So this is a way to program ourselves to positive affirmations. Right. And it's like it bypasses the ego. You don't have to, like, believe it. You just have to say it. And it bypasses the ego, and it goes right into the psyche to manifest that. Then you tap it into the chest to like... Okay, so, so just put nice and slowly. So three times. So you repeat the affirmation three times while continuously tapping on the top of the head. And then once on the chest to set it into the body, into the heart chakra. Because this is... Okay, the mind is going to like do it, but the heart is going to believe it and empower it. Right. And then a, and a fifth time on the abdomen so the issue doesn't scurry down into the lower extremities and hide out. Um. That's right. Okay. So um, so the, the process of tapping 
for anyone that's seen any of Jen's or the Genuine Healing private sessions, um, the tapping is a, it's an affirmation or a statement to the universe that you repeat five times in total, three times while continuously tapping on the top of the head, once while continuously tapping on the chest, that's the fourth time, and then the fifth time while tapping on the abdomen. So that's the yes. mechanics. And the universe is... Um... Um, includes your higher self. So it's like there's a disconnect between the lower self and the higher self through the ego. So this is like the lower self telling the higher self exactly what it's willing to and ready to do. Okay. Some people that are listening to this episode will be familiar with EFT. Um, so about the only similarity between SFT and EFT is that they employ tapping techniques, but this is different. Mm -hmm. And you keep saying that the reason that this is different is a number of number of reasons. One is that it operates on all planes of existence. And the other is that in the way that these taps are constructed, carefully constructed, they are carefully constructed so as to confound and bypass the ego. So can you just talk about those two things as so that, that well, all the planes the, of existence so, and bypass so the ego? The astral plane is the emotional plane of existence, and it's very close to the physical body. So when you're doing the EFT, emotional freedom technique, you're only working from the physical and astral bodies per se. So this is different because it's working, these tabs are working from the physical, astral, causal, mental, etheric, and up into like the pure positive realms. So these, this, this taps and the protocols that I've created are specifically not to just get you what you want in this lifetime, but get right. you free of all the all the blockages to being in your purpose, in your higher self. And all those are taken into consideration. And it helps that I see past lives. I see the okay. Akashic Records and everything so I can see what the um, blockages are for people. I want to talk about that. As well, so one of the really powerful things of either having a full sixty-minute private session with Jen, mm. or participating in these group tappings mm -hmm. that, that we're promoting now, and we're putting out there at a pricing point that you know we're hoping many, many, many people can um, um, can benefit from. Mm -hmm. One of the really powerful things of actually working with Jen is that you see the Akashic records and you can see the underlying issue that is causing a particular symptom right so everyone yeah. a, a lot of a lot of people focus on their symptoms oh i've got this pain i've got that i've got you know some emotional issue and that's important but more important is that you see the underlying root cause of those symptoms and you're well directly. yeah so the pain is only trying to tell them is only trying to tell them what i see is like i'm seeing the trauma of its original state in the original lifetime in the original um, players and everything. So instead of instead of trying to fix things here, yeah, um, in this world you fix it into the first original um, life when it took place, and it it um, affords you some freedom where um, where you don't have to get so defensive. Like if I said like, oh you. If you were raped in this lifetime, I don't even go there. But if I tell someone they were raped 20 lifetimes ago, it's not going to bring up the same shame for them. So it bypasses a lot of the emotional triggers of it being seeing it in this lifetime. They could have been raped case, in this lifetime. 
Right. So, but they're, they're dealing with the core issue without having to mm-hmm. sort of relive it, which is one of the really or, powerful things the way that you do it. Or reclaim it in the physical because the ego doesn't want to know these things. So right. it's fascinated, but it doesn't want to claim them in this lifetime. Good. And um, so let's just talk a little bit more about bypassing the ego. So one aspect of it is that it's operating on all planes of existence, right? The five or six planes of existence and the ego just can't sort of juggle all of these things and mentalize it and whatever. The other thing is that each one of these statements to the universe that make up an affirmation or the protocols, which we're going to get into in a second, but each one of those ends in the phrase, in all moments. Can you talk about that, please, and why that's so important? Well, because um, a lot of our experiences aren't always in a physical reality. Sometimes we have experiences on other planes of existence and other realities. Between lifetimes, I've had lots of experiences myself of being a ghost. And if you say in all lifetimes or in this lifetime, you're not going to cover that space between lifetimes so when we say in our moments it covers any time right and you keep saying that in a metaphysical sense although it's hard to you know grasp mentally grasp this you know in the physical realm but you say that in a metaphysical sense there is no time and space everything is happening in the moment right so what we're doing is like a lot of people who get like um I like tired. They're they're reliving at the same time they're going through this lifetime. They're reliving something traumatic in another lifetime. If we say in our moments, we're scooping out the the energy they're wasting from that experience of being murdered, dissipating that and pulling it into this moment. So in the present, we're pulling all those experiences into the present moment, which by the way, is what an adept is. An adept is someone who doesn't have peripheral timelines and experiences all of their energy is in the present moment aligned with source and aligned with their higher self. They are their higher self. So yep. we're affording people a, um, a kind of like an easy path to their own higher nature. And in a lot of ways, um, every 60 minute private session and, you know, those that are now going to sign up for these group healings, um, in a lot of ways, they are having a between life review where you're basically, Absolutely. you know, you don't have to cross over and, you know, um, to have a between life review when you then get forced to reincarnate and you kind of forget all the learnings and then you're, you know, back in the shit show because you've got an opportunity to address all of the, um, you know, learning lessons um, right here, right now, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you can even think of it as like a um, the Scrooge moment. <laughs> People who who seen the Scrooge moment, he gets visited by three ghosts, and he gets what what was the issues in the black past, what's the present like, and what's the future like, and how can he shift it? Anybody can shift their present lifetime by just having the awareness, receiving it, and to change their um, the energy of it. So. <laughs> Because I've been doing this so much, I mean so much, that it's so easy for me to see everything. You see how fast it is. Like people who've been like working on an issue for like 20 years, I'll say, oh, yeah, it's this and whatever. And so then they they just remove those blockages. It's so easy. Right. So 
Um, so when people sign up for these group um, healing sessions, and and these these things, by the way, uh, they're designed for healing. Right? So a little bit like the Friday Night Lives, there's a lot of healing that was going on there. And this um, healing group healing session that we had with Steve Nobel, there is mm-hmm. so much profound healing going on. Um, what always strikes me is that um, pretty much every single of the 7.9 billion people existing on the planet right now have some profound healing need. And so this is universal. And, um, you know, you can choose to heal yourself now and do the work or you can just reincarnate another 20 odd lifetimes and experience it and work it out that way you know and there's so many people out there searching when people realize and they see what was capable they kick yourself that they had this opportunity and they didn't go for it right it's just funny but and to be honest, that's what we are putting out there, affording people the opportunity to address these issues um, in a slightly different way than sort of, you know, committing to a full 60-minute private session, right? Right. And we're working with them because a lot of people, most people who come to me, they said, it's like their higher self has given them nudges to come see me. They said, I I saw you, I had a nudge and stuff, I liked you, whatever. It's their higher self saying, Go here. This is where you will get relief and stuff. So it's a matter of just listening to that. So we're meeting people halfway with the price and the plane and everything. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, so when you sign up for one of these things, uh, you mm-hmm. will get an invitation um, to have you know to participate in the Zoom call for you know all of the all of the Saturday afternoons in in the month that you sign up for, and and. In those sessions, each one of those will be three hours long. It will be a three-hour Zoom video call. And we will be inviting various people in each call uh, to have some one-on-one time with Jen. And in those, in the one-on-one time, about 10 minutes, thereabouts, right? Because we need to cover, there were 70 people uh, participating on the Steve Nobel thing the other day, right? So mm-hmm. we can't cover everyone in each call, but within a month, you will get your turn with Jen one-on-one. So in the one-on-ones, you are going to, uh, you're going to tune into their Akashic records. You're going to do an initial release, right? You are going to identify the core issues and past life scenarios and explain that to the client. You're going to give them a small number of taps to do in real time and everyone else will be watching, right? And And they can do them too. The people watching can do them as well. Right. And we're going to come back to that one in a second. And then oh, you're going to give them a whole bunch of homework using a combination of the four primary SFT protocols, which we're going to go through for the rest of this video so that people understand it. Now, can you just explain a little bit? Um, so when imagine there's sort of 50 people on the call on a particular Saturday afternoon, right? Now, not every one of those 50 people are going to have one-on-one time. There's probably about 12, 15, 15 people will have some time. Um, okay. But as you're working with a particular client, everyone else that is observing this is benefiting as well. Can you can you explain how and why that is? You're not sitting there had- just passively going, oh, this is boring. No. 
everyone is getting healing through everyone's healing. Yes, babies. I lost it. So I was asking you. Yeah, I got it. it. Okay, so so everyone comes together. It's like nothing's really random. The people that we connect to, and if you're drawn to come to a certain group, it's like you're drawn to these people. And they the people on here, it's it's like the issues that we have are um all we've all had all the issues right. that are possible out there. And like and it actually helps to watch other people have their situations because the ego will tell us, oh, we're perfect. We're, we're you know, the perfect person. We're good and everything. So if someone else is like, has a issue with like watching genocide or committing adultery or something, and you're saying, wow, that sucks for them. Well, I'll right. do the tabs anyways. But then you tap and release your own thing without giving up the ego's need to like, um, defend you because what the ego will do is like if they're called on something it'll close up the energy field like mm -hmm. if i said oh you were a bastard in a past lifetime immediately your energy closes up as a protection but if yeah. i say that guy over there was a bastard say oh he's a bastard you can keep your energy open do the taps and then it's more effective in lots of ways because so watch, right go ahead because watching the other person is like it's easier to take the heat off of you and the ego doesn't get defensive and close up on you. All right. So there's two things that I want to quickly say before we explain the four protocols. And that is mm -hmm. that um, the the very, there's a high probably, probability likelihood that, you know, if the client over there, which was a bastard in a past lifetime, there's a very high probability that you probably were as well in one of the other sort of couple of million lifetimes you've had. Right? Or this one. <laughs> Or this one, whatever. Um, so, so that's that's the whole point about that. And you've seen this time and time again. So, when we're doing the Friday night lives, when we're doing that group healing with Steve Nobel, when you were doing your in-person retreats, you would often go around the room and you know release core issues with them, and everyone else in the audience would be observing this. And I'm I'm not sure if when you're doing the retreats they were tapping along uh, as well, but it's that strikes me. Yeah, they were. Okay, excellent. They were, and there was not a dry eye in the house. And it's exactly like right. I just I just stumbled on it. I didn't think I thought I it would be boring for other people to listen to what's going on. Oh God, no! But they were all like just catharsis, and it's it's just miraculous how it happens. And yeah. Just with the experience of doing it, it just gets easier and easier for me, which is really cool. All right. So let's move on to the four protocols. Um, so, um, oh, by the way, I should say this book here, the SFT Lexicon, and this is the second edition that Jen and I edited together um, recently. Um, that book is organized around a whole bunch of chapters that deal with, you know, a, an array, hundreds and hundreds of issues. So, physical issue physical ailments and releasing you know the core symptoms around so physical ailments emotional issues psychological issues relationship issues there's hundreds and hundreds of issues that are addressed in this book and each one of those issues has you know dozens and dozens if not 40 or 50 taps that are specifically targeted to deal with each one of those hundreds of couple of hundred issues. So that's that book. 
which is a real, uh, real useful companion. But the important thing about the protocols, which we're about to go through now, is that even if you don't have the book, and I highly recommend that you get it, but even if you don't, if you can identify a core issue, you just run that issue through, you know, the protocols, and then you know you've got a your own private your your own private healer, your own internal. Absolutely, healer. in my in my early sessions, a private session was basically all these taps in the energetic cleanse, running them through with the client, so they got this um this protocol got honed basically by running it through experiences with the clients and see which ones really help. So your, your research laboratory and your ongoing research laboratory is all the work that you're doing with your clients, not only sort of for the last, you know, one and a half, two decades, but every new client gives you a new perspective on topics. And every time we do group tapping on, you know, war and divisiveness and, you know, whatever, uh, we're always coming at it. That, that is your research laboratory. I've always been amazed where, um, I mean, there's so much new stuff coming in all the time. It's like, it's like, it's hard enough just to like um, document it, let alone. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, so, we do the so, best that we can in these Jen's Gems episodes. I mean, we don't know. I know. I know, but so on social media, it's like you see these um, quotes from like 2,000 years ago, and there's some truth in them, but you see like, tap into your own truth. Stop looking backwards. It's there. Harvest your own truth. Good. Okay. Let's get to it because we've got a whole bunch of kind of teaching, right? So we're now in teaching mode. We're going to go through each one of the uh, protocols as quickly as we can. Uh, without getting too convoluted and we're going to start with the energetic cleanse right because that's kind of like your, your, your go-to protocol so let me share the screen and so the energetic cleanse started out to be the energetic divorce and and its origin was if you were going to like break up with someone in a divorce why did you have to feel like pain and anguish and stuff the the hatred for the other person was a way of trying to get back what was yours and then push them away. So what we've done is developed the energetic cleanse as a way to um, um, make you be whole after having an interaction with a person, place, thing, belief, establishment, right. or something like that. Okay. And we're going to go through the mechanics of the energetic cleanse right now. Okay. So the energetic cleanse is a whole series of taps each and there are 42 taps in each cycle of the energetic cleanse okay and this is freely downloadable off the genuine healing website um, so there's 42 taps and every tap has a blank in it and so what you do is you identify a core issue um, construct a phrase that reflects that and place that phrase in every blank for the entirety of the 42 taps and each one of these you are going to repeat three times while continuously tapping on the top of the head once on the chest and once on the abdomen and they all end in the phrase in all moments now can you just quickly talk about pausing between the, the primary element of the phrase mm -hmm. and in all moments what's important about that there, there needs to be well when you say these you need to remember that you're saying a statement they're not just words they're like statements and and um statements of intent to the universe and to the higher self so say them with 
feeling and or with passion, yeah. but also say I'm matter of fact. So a lot, some people want to go, I want to get really dramatic. Don't do that because that's the ego getting involved. So just do a matter of fact, feeling beholden to is eliminated all right. in our moments. So, those, so, spaces so are just, those spaces are just as important as the words because that's when the energy is dissipated from. Okay, so to make this um, this real, let's can we can you just identify a phrase? Thank you. Feeling beholden to, and this is the one that's coming out that will help people to the Roman Catholic Church. Okay, so what you would do if the issue is the Roman Catholic Church, or any you know whatever, so it's it's about condensing down the issue into a specific phrase the Roman Catholic Church. And then you would go through the energetic cleanse, all 42 taps, uh, replacing each one of these blanks with the words, the Roman Catholic Church. So can you describe to people how they would just, you know, from 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 a tone and cadence point of view, how would they yes. do the first tap? And the reason, uh, can I just say, the reason I picked the Roman Catholic Church is because one of the universal things that we deal with is the Crusades which were um, part. So it's not like personal about the church these days. It's it's a really strong engram. So um, feeling beholden to the Roman Catholic Church is eliminated in all moments. Right. And so there's a slight pause between feeling beholden to the Roman Catholic Church is eliminated and the in all moments. But even like feeling beholden to, and you can like to the Roman Catholic Church, is eliminated in our moments. Some people like to like, and the feeling beholden to the Roman Catholic Church is eliminated in our moments. That's not good either. Okay, so it wants to be deliberate, not demonstrative, not in sing-song. It is a commanding statement to the universe. It needs to be somewhat matter-of-factly. It's a commanding statement to the universe. So um, sort of treat it with like that, not too fast, not too slow, just... And, and not like a laundry list, because this is... Believe it or not, these are the ways the ego will think that it's um will make you think that you're complying, but it'll sabotage you. So people will get to the third one, like feeling beholden to the Roman Catholic Church is eliminated, feeling beholden. And then they'll go to the third one, like it's uh um laundry list say, feeling beholden to the and they'll say it like they're they're doing a laundry list, like one, two, and so they'll um sabotage themselves that way as well. Try to okay. keep it fresh in the moment. Good. So can we just talk about uh, the feelings of being beholden to and the dependency on whatever issue? So you say often that a lot of people, they associate with their pain, their issue, they gravitate mm -hmm. towards it, they cling onto it because it gives them something. The ego benefits from it in some way. Can you just explain yeah. that really quickly? So, so in Eckhart Tolle's um, writings, he talks about the pain body. And the pain body is in the astral body, the emotional body. Emotional biology is the feelings. So feeling beholden to is like addressing the emotional, the pain body without saying that. So feelings are very low on the survival scale. Yeah, but you often uh, describe that a lot of people cling on to their core issue because it gives them some legitimacy. It, it kind of reminds them that they're alive and and in some perverse way the ego doesn't actually want to release the issue that they clearly it never want. wants to release the issues never the ego never wants to release an issue 
So just the idea that we're doing a tap around feeling beholden to something that you clearly want to release is a way of bypassing the ego is the point that I'm trying Absolutely. to Absolutely. And we're but, doing it so subtly that the ego doesn't catch on. Like, yeah. The, yeah. It's okay. really profound how we're pulling the ego along until it realizes, wait a minute, we don't Good want that. to do this, but then it's too late. All right. So I quickly want to, I just want to go through a little bit about each one of the taps. So can you talk about claws, tentacles, and vivaxes, and why are those three taps? Uh, what is okay. it doing? So, so it's literally claws. It's like, um, it's stagnant energy. That's not just like, like, like interacting with your energy field, but it's actually hooked in like talions hooked into your energy. So you, actually literally have to release those claws same thing with tentacles it's actually like fish hooks it's not like just um saying oh i don't want that anymore and releasing it you have to cut these things out it's actually um working to that working consciously to get rid of them not passively yeah. and a, a vivaxis is an energy pull between two things almost like a um uh um uh, whirlpool so you have to actually um actively interrupt right. that you can't passively do it anymore right okay and by the way all of these taps are working at an energetic level right so and you always say that mm -hmm. basically everything is energy so okay uh, oh and even 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 the wording on these is like the wording on these is doing it from a higher level of consciousness. That's why we're not saying we or I. We're doing them from the vantage point of your higher self. So what yeah. you're doing is you're affording your higher self uh, past to come and help the lower self. All right. So uh, the next one is about glass ceilings. Let me just quickly address this, Jen, just so we can move forward uh, as quick as we can. So basically every issue, a lot of people have self-limiting beliefs. And so those self-limiting beliefs put a glass ceiling on you experiencing perpetual joy, love, abundance, freedom, health, success, you know, wholeness. So, um, you know, clearly we want to remove these glass ceilings that, you know, whatever it is, right? So you, so you're addressing the issue at many different levels. Can you talk about the first cause and subsequent causes? The first cause is the, um, say, uh, uh, dominoes. That first domino, that first time you interacted with an issue and then it created this engram and you kept reliving this issue. Say in one lifetime you just got like nicked in the neck and then the next lifetime you got like cut in the neck and the third lifetime you got like it sounds like it's just snowballing slit. so it's that first you, time yeah. yes yep it, it, exactly so you're you're eliminating the snowball right exactly okay so i don't think we need to say anything more about that can you talk about curses and blessings and particularly the blessings bit why do you want to remove a okay. blessing this so, first of all, a curse is, doesn't have to be as nefarious as someone putting a spell on you. A curse is anyone who derails their intention for your higher good by their intention. Say a, a well-meaning parent that says, you'll never amount much unless you go to, like, become a doctor when you want to be an artist. So that's a curse on your you and stuff. So it can be 
done by people who care about you and stuff. So removing anyone who derails you from your your intentions. So that's a curse, but a blessing. So this one is like, um, say someone who's working out in the field who was like um, a slave and all they wanted to do was a blessing to them would be sitting in the house and being waited on all day. Well, in the present life, they have a bedridden disease where they are waited on, on all day. The blessing would have been, oh, I want to be waited on all day. But it's still a limitation because it comes with uh, a disease. So you, so you often describe blessings of, as having a short shelf life, right? So short shelf life, a, yes. What might be a blessing in one scenario ends up as being, you know, a root cause, you know, issue that you want to address. Absolutely. Um, we do a lot of work on removing masks, walls, and armor and illusion off various autocrats, dictators, power mongers, situations, you know, tensions, whatever. So really briefly, just so we can keep the, the pace going on this, what what's the importance of removing? Okay. So, so, so a lot of people who, who manipulate and stuff are actually extracting energy from one person and using it to camouflage themselves. So what we're doing is we're dissipating the energy that they used for illusion to like come across as good to either themselves or others and stripping that off so that it, that energy goes back to who it was taken from and also exposes the nefarious intentions underlying them. Can you, um, would you be able to describe this issue in relation to the Rasputin effect? You want me to? Really briefly. The thing about Rasputin, even though he had a whole bunch of nefarious intent, is that people looked at him and thought he was a messiah or a god. That's the, that's the mask, Absolutely. the wall, the armor, the illusion. Absolutely. So that's actually psychic energy that he he learns to take from people at, with his personality or his manipulation and stuff or his abilities and just s siphon off energy from some people and use it to look beautiful. Lots of times when this, when this um, nefarious character that some people see through and some people don't, they're actually seeing their own energy. So if someone takes your energy and uses it, they can use it as a mirror to prevent you from seeing how ugly they are. And that's what Rasputin did. And actually Rasputin has sent that energy into his future present incarnation that we work off in the Rasputin effect. Yeah. All right. And um, it's a little bit like a shapeshifter, right? So they're just, I don't know. I mean, that's that's just the way that I think about it. Let's move on. Um, oh, okay. Because I... Go on really quickly, please, Jen. To what? Which one? Oh, you just said, oh, and you were going to say something else on. Oh, because I don't think of shapeshifters as, as nefarious at all. I think shapeshifters are just someone who's learned to manipulate their energy into different forms. Right. So. And I thought that's what Rasputin was doing. But there you go. No, no, that's not his energy. He takes Rasputin takes right. other people's energy what's a portal and why are we collapsing and dissolving it in relation to a blank an issue so we're just well we're it's on just the, portals. like the stargate where you open up to a different reality so when i 
I think of like a healer as a portal. So when I do a session with someone, they start out in a different reality. And by the hour or the time with me, they're in a portal where they have higher um, empowerment. So all we're doing is closing portals to this nefarious intentions, which can be opened up through agreement. So if you agree with a bunch of people that, oh, the world is shitty, you're creating a portal and you're holding a portal for a shitty world. So we're right. closing those down. And, and we're creating portals for high, uh, world peace, higher consciousness, because all the portals for good things have been shut down. And we're all opening right. those all back up and shutting down the nefarious portals. Good. Um, can we just quickly talk about why we're dissipating psychic energy? So here, all psychic energy of the Catholic Church, Roman Catholic Church is dissipated, just to take the example in all moments. Well, so what's going on? Just like the, the rhetoric... The rhetoric of of a church or um, getting people to like believe in them and stuff is like it creates or using emotion. Emotion, the byproduct of emotion is energy, and it creates like a cloud of energy, which is like a psychic energy that then the 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 one you're trying to release can use to for their own benefit. So it's almost like using someone's own energy as a fuel. Okay. So I want to skip a few just because they're a little bit obvious around brainwashing and mind games. But uh, I want to talk about the next three, pain, burden, limitations, and engrams. Okay. So the first one is all the pain, burden, limitations, and engrams that the Catholic Church, Roman Catholic Church, in this example, have, have put on us are removed. So just talk about that because then there's two others of a similar vein. So the engrams that have been put on us. So so these were um, specifically um, created with my spirit guides in mind because we went through everything that someone could do to someone. They could put pain on them. They could put burdens on them. And they could put limitations. That basically covers everything. So we did that to release everything that someone could put on someone else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just give me one second. Um, I'm just going to just, we're just going to pause the video for a second, just, and then we'll come back. All right. So we're back into it. So let's just jump back into the share screen. Jen, let me know once that's up. So we've done the mm -hmm. um, pain, burden, limitations, and engrams that a particular issue has put on us, and we've removed those. The next one is pain, burden, limitations, engrams that we have put on the object of the taps. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So, so um, the Roman Catholic Church is like an ominous thing, but the individuals in it are are people and and have value and everything. So, if you have put things on other people because they're a part of their Roman Catholic Church, you could be like um, trying to rebalance out what you feel you have done. All so right. you have to like balance out both sides of that. Okay. So I wasn't specifically interested in talking about the Roman Catholic Church as it, we're just using right. that as an example. But the, the point that needs to be made here is that to the extent that some one thing or scenario has put various limitations on you, 
you have done the same to the other side. So you need to balance out absolutely the sides of the equations. And the third aspect of this is pain, burden, limitations, and engrams that we have put on others due to whatever, right? So okay. it's kind of so say say if you were like um forced to do other things to other things because you believed in a cause or someone else made you do something. Yeah. So you you want to you want to release them as well. So you're yep. clear. Yeah. All right. Um, the next two taps are around energy, energy matrices and complex energy matrices and particularly being sent into or commanded into the light and sound. These are really powerful. Can you talk about those real quick? These are the exorcism taps. So these are the ones that- Well, we've got that, a whole um, protocol with a whole bunch of these things, but yes. Yeah. So these are like the energy matrices are um are um are like stagnant energy that permeates yourself and it, it it's been with you so long or it's so comfortable that it feels like your own skin. So a lot of people think of it as like a possession or something, but it's just stagnant energy. So if you can address it in its form of stagnant energy, you don't have to go into the drama of like being afraid of it or thinking it's going to attack you or something. It's just stagnant energy. Okay, and then so, I'll so, yeah, go ahead. You're actually going to answer and then I'll, question. And then all complex energy matrixes is, is this energy that actually has hooked into you. It It's like, it's like a part of, it feels like it's a part of you. It doesn't know that it's not you. And it's like hooked into your blood vessels, your your tissue and stuff. And and you can be releasing things that you don't even know what's there just by like knowing what the core issue is. So it really helps you to like release things that need to be released, but you would have had no idea how to get to them without this protocol. Right. And can you just quickly talk about sending these things into the light and sound or commanding them into the light and sound? I like the one about commanding. It's, you know, and when you do these taps with your clients, you do it very demonstratively. What people don't realize is that these energies are pissed. If they have, you know, if they feel like they're real and so they're being pulled out and stuff. And so the sounds are the angry and stuff because they're disconnecting from the ego and releasing. So, but then what they're doing is it's stagnant energy that's so programmed that the only way for it to be purified is going back into the light and sound to be um, recycled into love. So, and can you just explain your, I, I love it every time you explain this. So at the end of the day, you describe each of us as being a um, a something of light and a, a and a frequency of sound. Go go ahead, complete the. We're an emanation of light and a frequency wow. of sound woven together into the illusion of form. So anything that hooks on that, that's not joy, love, abundance, freedom, health, success, security, companionship, creativity, la la la, is something that needs to be released, right? right? Because if we're not all in joy, love, abundance, freedom, health, success. There's something that you can do the energetic cleanse with. It's just <laughs> figuring out what it is. <laughs> and what you just said is that um, this really is a set of protocols. You, you can have a lifetime of um, releasing using these protocols. Um, okay, so at the end of the day, we're all energy beings. Um, all right, 
contracts, vows, and agreements being nullified and recanted. Can we just deal with those two as a collective? Well, just think about it. Like people say, oh, I sold my soul to the devil. Or you made agreements with someone in a past lifetime and you think you got to abide by them. And um, no, you do, and anything yet that you've agreed with, you can um, unglue yourself to. When you call something my, like my illness or my issue, that my is like glue that that is like holding it to you. Nullifying that agreement is basically saying it's not yours anymore. Yep. Good. And then, so the same basic thing will will deal with karmic ties, strings, and cords. So, so every time you associate it with it, um, you know, you just need to dissolve it, sever it. You know. Well, just think about any time. How many times you've got married in your lifetimes, or how many times you signed up for a religious order, or how many times you've you made a vow of poverty, a chastity, um, silence. Yep. martyrdom obedience all those get rid of them all at once yep very good um why don't we we kind of getting a little bit of the oh, idea here here let's do the resonating and emanating because these are a very important point to make when we okay, say good. we release resonating and emanating the reason those are important because when we go by the premise that we're a sound frequency and a light emanation woven yep. together in its form we're releasing issues that cling to our sound frequency or our light emanation um, in, a, in a way that by releasing them, we're dealing with them in a way that the ego cannot refute us to release them. So it's almost like they're piggybacking our sound frequency or, or our light emanation, and we remove those. You know, my example of that is like the Karen Carpenter songs, I'll say goodbye to love. No one ever cared if I should live or die. A whole generation saying that, and a whole generation is suffering from that, associating that with the resonancy of that song. So you have to remove that sound frequency, which I do when I sing with to your chagrin in the sessions. Babies, there's no chagrin going on here. Okay, um, quickly describe muscle Ooh, memory and engram. Yeah. What, what, what is an engram? I mean, people will an know engram, what muscle memory is, but what's an engram? Actually, the, an engram, an engram is the images I see of their past lifetimes. It's like it's actually a picture of what actually happened. It's like programming it. It's like a setting setting the soul to like this engram, this picture. This is what we're going to relive, and I, by removing them, it's like um creating a slate blank where you can get back into the joy love abundance freedom house and success and wholeness now the the muscle memory one is really cool because i i got that one the adepts gave me that by watching a, an eli manning um football team and he had an injury or something and then he remembered how to throw because he had the muscle memory of it yeah. So I thought, well, if you have a, a positive muscle memory, you have negative muscle memory. So you want to release the muscle memory of being a warrior, um, being a fighter. We've been in battle so many lifetimes. We have to remove the muscle memory of fighting and being an antagonist and the enemy. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's go into etheric echoes and flecks. What is an etheric oh. echo and fleck and why? Because it's so what? 
these whole protocols, they just come from a whole bunch of angles that you wouldn't have ever thought about, but because it's doing all of these things, it's the issue is getting cauterized in all sorts of ways that the ego just can't even comprehend what's going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So this is like, and this is the beautiful thing of like living in this space where I do, where I'm always doing research on clients. The echoes and the flex are actually in the etheric body. So what happens is people's issues, it they release it from their lower bodies, their mental, causal, astral, and physical bodies. And what it does is it, it stays in, in um, like a uh, intangible form in the etheric body until it's safe to come back and settle back into the lower bodies. But what Snaky. we've done, yeah, and what's cool is we've caught it by 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 <sighs> this tab. We've we've caught it in a form that probably has never been, um, uh, you know, called out before ever. Do you know and what that like, reminds me of? Just as you were describing that, the reason why I was sort of, you know, smiling and laughing a little bit was the image that comes into my mind is uh, a little child, you know, stealing cookies out of the cookie jar, right? And then they're in the dark, right? And then mum comes out, turns on the light and catches them. And they go, oh, <laughs> I've been yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so it doesn't have to be anything nefarious. It's just like it. It's just, oh, trying to survive. Yep. All right. And so then um, we're shifting our paradigm from, you know, a negative scenario to transcendence. That's good. I don't think we need to sort of really beat that one. And then all of, you know, whatever the issue is, is transcended. You then have four uh, four taps that end the sequence that sort of end on a more positive note. But can you talk about what the way chi is? The way chi is the skin on someone's energy field. Like when you've been in battle a lot or whatever, you get injuries, it's because your armor, the the armor of your energy field has been worn down or there's a hole in it that's inviting a problems in that area. Well, we repair that so that's not an issue anymore. And then the all bodies are aligned. It's like people have a physical, astral, causal, mental, etheric body. They all have a way chi. They all have a form and they align with each other. Now you can see someone who's um, more emotional, like sometimes women are accused of being more emotional. They're they're more in their astral body and they're less in their mental body. And then the, you see these people who are athletes and all they do is run. They're totally in their physical body, not paying attention to the other bodies. But you wanted to be a spiritual being empowered. You want to operate with a well, physical, emotional past life body in check, mental body and etheric body all aligned into one being. Imagine how powerful if that thinker, that runner, that um, someone who's um, in touch with their feelings is all aligned into one st structure. That's what we're affording for people. And so what you've, you've described the upgrade of the Trinity as being the um, self-empowerment um, um, something or other, and the sacred sacred moment. source, no, yeah, no, the self empower the... self empowerment source, and the sacred moment. Yes. So, um, the alignment and, of all and that's, of those. That's the true Trinity, and I think what we know is the Trinity is like a bastardization, the offshoot, because what we afford people to do in this protocol 
with aligning all their bodies and stuff is we empower them in the moment. We're empowering their self-empowerment where the higher self and the present self are aligned without the ego getting in the way. So that's that sacred empowerment. And then um, sacred source is like putting all your attention into the moment and not worrying about the past, not living for the future, but everything's right here in the moment. Okay, so that was um, the sacred moment, not the sacred source. The sacred moment. And then... And then the source is like, you know, people still do this and I do it is like, I think of sources out there. Like I've been so praying to an outside source that I think of sources out there. Source is happening right here in this zone. We are source. We are the moment. We are self-empowered. And when you can align all those, that's when you, um, are in the zone of your own higher self, and, and your own spiritual life. Yeah. Really living a spiritual Beingness. life. Okay, good. And the last two taps, they're positive taps. They're sh- so they're shifting the trajectory away from releasing some something that has a negative connotation into well, being actually empowered. Sorry. Yeah. Actually, we saying we are centered and empowered in divine love is aligning yourself in that sacred trinity. We source moment yep and then we resonate emanate and are interconnected with all life in divine love in all moments so that's like taking that you know that um visual of the toroidal field where the energy is the toroidal field yeah we're we're seeing ourselves as that perfect toroidal field and we're connected to all other toroidal fields that are exist all right So that's pretty cool. That's a run through the energetic cleanse. That's one of four of the primary protocols. Okay. So really briefly, uh, the next protocol is the peanut butter and jelly, or we call it the PB and J protocol. We're not going to go through this in detail. We're going to show you the, 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 um, the basic construction of this. So you get an understanding, um, but you you need to have your own experience with the protocol. So let me quickly share screens again. And, Mm -hmm. um, We'll go through, uh, this is going to be a real rapid fire. So we're certainly not going to go through each line item in the peanut butter and jelly. But this is the thing that I want to show. Each So again, the peanut butter and jelly protocol is a series of 42 statements that get tapped away um, uh, between two things. There are two blanks. So can you just mm-hmm. describe the basic construction of the PB&J? Well, so a lot of the reason we were in this ease or we're in want. Sorry, just one second. Sorry, just just one second. I suspect you have knocked out the cable of your microphone. Is that better? No. So let me quickly pause this and I'm just going to fix it and then we're going to get back into it. So I'm just going to pause this. Sorry, folks. We just had a technical issue right so we we're just describing the basic construction of the pbnj okay but so the pbnj is like for two things that i've always been connected to each other which might not want to be connected to each other anymore but what's really interesting in this is it's two things that you wouldn't totally connect with each other like someone who who is like who wants to be beautiful wants to be liked wants to be wonderful and they 
they associate that with being unsafe, like being pulled out and tortured. So, right. so all, so that would be like all imbalances between being beautiful or being seen and being tortured are released. So it's like two things that you wouldn't even suspect being together. Okay. And that's only. Right. And but, actually you gave, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. But it can be as, it could be as, um, as innocuous as between a sibling, all imbalances between, you know, Bob and Jeff, me and Jeff or whatever. It could be something as simple as uh, a gel, someone who who's getting treated better in the family or whatever. So it can there's a range there. Okay, so yes, it can be between two people, or it could be between you know yourself and a situation or a scenario, or it could be uh, between two two things like uh, in the first blank being beautiful and in the second blank feeling unsafe. Yep. And here's one that people will resonate with being Mm. spiritual and being poor. All right. So in the first example, okay. So in the first example, it could be uh, spirituality in the first thing and the second one, Mm -hmm. poverty. So all imbalances between spirituality and poverty are released. Um, Spirituality being at the mercy of poverty is released so on okay and so so there's another one that's like really subtle and stuff so this could be like a really this could be a life search through this because a lot of people confuse spirituality with being good mm-hmm. and lots of times being good keeps you away from that balance of your yin and yang so imbalances between spirituality and needing to be good or goodness i release right so Okay, so you get the idea. Um, you know, if you're trying to disassociate yourself or between two things, you run those statements uh, th- through the entire protocol. And um, so you get the idea all peripheral suffering caused by spirituality and poverty are, you know, is removed, those kinds of things. You go through the entire 42 taps. Um, and that is the PBJ. So when you're having mm-hmm. a private session with Jen or coming in on these group healing sessions. Let me just stop sharing so we can just see that. Um, and Jen gives you homework that says, do the PB&J between this and this. You now know how to do it, right? Yeah. Go through the entire protocol. And um, because on these group healing sessions, right, you, you're going to, we, we only have about 10 minutes per person you know, per month, roughly, right? So you're going to be doing a whole bunch of real-time interactive things with them, and then you're going to give them a bunch of homework that's going to probably take them a month of Sundays to complete all the homework. But the beauty of it is, like, there's people watching that whenever someone is up at at the queue and people watch and they have a reaction and what that person is doing, they say, oh, maybe I need to do those too. So it's not only what, what I give them is what I give the other people. That's the other right. thing I wanted to Yep. Go ahead. The other thing I wanted to say is like when you do the protocols, don't sh- shop around. It's like people say, Well, I did the first one because that feels right. Don't do that. This is this is inept in depth <laughs> in depth um research on what you need to do to like separate karmic energies. And yes. you need to do all of them, not just the ones that feel good, because that's the ego 
um, coming in and sabotaging you. Right. Um, as people join us on, well, you know, either in a private session or on these this kind of monthly group SFT tapping things, one of the things I'm going to suggest you do is you have with you a notebook. And um, in parts of the notebook, what I would be doing is I would be he heading a couple of pages up as the energetic cleanse and then another couple of pages as the PB&J. And so you can you can keep a running list of all of the homework that Jen mm -hmm. is giving out, uh, and that way you've got you've got kind of pretty much like a spiritual diary. And then yes, and then if you're going to like call about and have ask for help for someone else, like some mm -hmm. people want to do tabs for someone else, so mm -hmm. you're going to want to have a spot where you do the energetic cleanse for you, and energetic cleanse for them. Yep. Uh, PB and J for you, PB and J for them. Yep. So I'm hoping that people get the idea of how you use all of these protocols and how they're going to get used in these group tapping things, because this is going to be really powerful. A lot of people are really going to benefit. Can and, I just quickly more, go through? Go through. The more that people do this, is it's, it's like people want to know how to live their purpose, how to contribute to humanity. Yeah. If you're like this stuck in you your home it. and you don't have a way to contribute out there. You can't protest and you can't whatever. You can do the tabs for humanity and you are actually making a difference in the world. So that's important. Right. Uh, very briefly, we're going to go through the next protocol, which is the expunging negativity protocol. Um, this, is a, this is a doozy. So I'm going to share screens again. And just let me know when that comes up on screen. Yep. There we go. Very good. So this is the expunging negativity protocol. This has a smaller number. It's got about 15 mm. uh, sets of taps, but it's got a very, uh, very common structure, right? So all nefarious intentions that cause blank, whatever it is that you want to expunge are, you know, um, removed, ex un unclenched, expunged, whatever, from a whole bunch of different perspectives. So can you give me an example of how this might be used, Jen. Well, <laughs> this is this is my um exorcism taps. So this is for for energies that like um uh, people feel like they don't have control of their lives. Anything that makes you feel like you don't have control, like oh, like um like overeating, compulsive drug what? use, um, talking, um numbness anything that feels like you're at the mercy of well good be at the mercy of it just label it and and start doing the expanded negativity tabs with it so so the way so you just gave a whole bunch of perfect examples so for example you could do the entire expunging negativity protocol on the topic of overeating so all mm -hmm. nefarious energies that cause overeating are unclenched from the microcosm and just replace every blank in the whole sequence in the protocol with overeating or talking too much or a few of the others that you mentioned. That or physical pain or unlimited mobility or whatever you, whatever you're going to complain to your girlfriend or boyfriend about, instead of doing that, Make a running list and run them through the expanded negativity tap. So protocol. again, you can have a month of Sundays of homework, just mm -hmm. identifying 
symptoms or issues or root causes that can be then expressed in a simple phrase and put in the construction of all nefarious energies that cause something, right? That's Absolutely. The way would, that's the way you would and, use that protocol. And there's a, there's a, actually a uh, another way to use this. Like some people are caregivers and they take on other people's issues and they let people dump on them. Ooh, so what yeah. you do is you, you introduce people to this work, invite them on the calls or invite them to know about the energetic cleanse. And if they do it, that's fine. Then they won't need your help anymore. And if they don't do it, if they don't take the initiative, that means they never really wanted help to begin with. They just wanted to dump on you. And so you're not into being a dumping ground. So, so let me re-express that a different way. So if someone mm -hmm. is pulling on you or dumping on you, if you're a caregiver, one thing you can do is, you know, politely suggest that they do, you know, the energetic cleanse, the PB&J, the expunging negativity taps on a whole bunch of series of issues. If they take the initiative to do it, that's great. If they decide not to do it, then they really don't want your help anyway. So let it go. Good, I think babies. Is what you were saying. Yes, babies. Very articulate of you. Thank you, babies. Um, because a lot Thank there's you, a babies. lot of people that just keep giving and giving and giving, and you know, the other person just keeps taking, taking, taking. So if you give them a way to resolve their issues and they, they can't be bothered to do it or they won't take the initiative to do it, just say, look, you know. I gave you an out. I, I told you how to resolve mm -hmm. the issue. You chose not to do it. Therefore, you clearly don't want my help. So that's that's like someone who um who, who they're like using you for a dumping ground. That's like someone who um won't take the trash out and they want to dump the trash on your yard, you know? <laughs> All right. There's one last protocol before we finish up this call, um, uh, and it's called the positive protocol. So okay. up until now, we've been talking about a whole bunch of protocols to release core issues. This one is sort of shifting the trajectory a little bit and uh, seeking to uh, manifest a positive outcome. So, um, so and, and, and again, it's a fairly short protocol. There's about sort of 12 to 15 taps in it. Uh, but you identify something that you're looking to manifest or see uh, or experience in your life. So give me an example. World Joy. peace for me. All right, Joy. world peace. There you go. So the way that, so the phrase is world peace. So space is made in this world for world peace to manifest in all moments. All blockages to manifesting world peace are removed and so on. You get the idea. Um, right all manifestations of world peace is infused into you could you could make that into our our light emanation and sound frequency mm -hmm. i i tend to prefer the broader you know our mm -hmm. absolutely our or us rather than me or my but um up to you so babies we have gone through uh the oh. four primary protocols i just want to warn people don't don't be jumping up, up to dessert for first because uh, a lot of people good. who, who want to just be lazy or something or don't want to deal with stuff will just go to the positive protocol and think it's okay. Do you have to create space for world peace? You have to create space for the joy by releasing all of the things and stuff. Right. So which so, is which is why in these, you know, these sort of live screen live stream group tapping sessions that we do for, you know, uh, uplifting all of humanity, 
That's why we deal with the issue at the intense level, right, at the collective mm -hmm. level. So that's kind of, that's taking out the negative aspect so that there is space to be made for world peace. You can't just jump to the positive. You actually need to empty out the dross. Absolutely. And that's part of the whole healing is to do the work to empty out the dross. And that's why a lot of people that are going to come to this, these group healing sessions are going to get a lot of benefit, right? Because they're going to, in a group setting environment, um, have an opportunity to work with you specifically to address issues that each individual faces. But as you watch one person's one-on-one -on -one time, it mm -hmm. probably relates to you as well. So that's why, that's why we set up these group Group and, and a lot of times people will like part of the denial is like oh i don't poor me like martyrdom like i don't care about me but i care about this person or that person you can come with the intention of helping others and you can help the whole world through yourself you can consider yourself a surrogate for humanity mm -hmm. and just by you benefit and opening yourself to higher consciousness, you're affording tens of thousands, maybe millions of other people higher consciousness as well. Yeah. So. All right, babies, that was quite a lot. Do you know, as it just reflected on me, in the early, we've run entire workshops, paid workshops, to teach people this stuff. Now, in this video, we've done it sort of quite quickly, but mm -hmm. you've you've got a, a pretty good background in sft tapping and the protocols so um i encourage you to if you're watching this um absorb the information practice it and then sign up for these group healings because they're really profound i, I can't express to you how profound these things are every time we do it every time we've done the live streams every time we've done group healings okay so here's the thing you can do it for yourself you can help other people People mm -hmm. say, I, I'm supposed to let them suffer because it's like their soul contract or whatever. It's like, um, that's not so. It's like people are, are praying for help and they're praying to other God beings. So if you land and help someone else, you might be the one who's answering their prayer. So, so, so don't think that you're that's supposed to let people suffer. You can do it for your pets. You can do it for humanity. You can do it for, um, um, de graphics, demographics. Is that demographics. Yeah. yeah. So, so the there's, a, there's, a, there's, um, incentive for everyone to do it. Okay. So you can do it for um, trees. Thank you very much. All right. So just as we wind down, I just want to quickly remind people how they can, you know, um, sign up for these things and, and what to do. So uh, jump onto the Genuine Healing website, just genuinehealing.com. It's nice and easy, really easy to find. Um, all of the protocols, uh, there's a drop down menu for all of the SFT protocols, print them out, have them available in front of you. Right, so all of the protocols we've gone through today are freely downloadable on the website. Uh, by all means, please um, get a copy of the SFT Lexicon Second Edition book. But to sign up to uh, these group healing things, uh, just jump onto the purchase link and uh, there's going to be uh, one of these icons for every month. So here's for October and we've set up November and, and just every month we're just going to roll them forward. 
sign up for them. And then when you do, uh, when you sign up for a month, you'll be uh, uh, invited to a Zoom call uh, on every every Saturday in that month, 1 p.m. New York time. So just work out what time that is for you, wherever you are in the world. Yeah. Babies. It's really excited. It's really excited. I'm excited to meet the, the people that are coming. Like there is this love connection to them. Oh, it's there like, is. Absolutely. Oh, can I just love say family. The, the last time that we did a group healing, um, one of these um, um, subscribed sign-up group healings, there were three or four uh, people on the call who right from the get-go, they had such a profound releasing. Do you remember the, the first woman that we did on the yeah. session the other day? Oh, my God. It was like this was, I mean, this was so profound. It's unreal. What was really interesting is I, I get to watch everyone and, and she's sitting there like this and, and she's just sitting there looking up like this. But I see her literally dangling at the end of a rope. So I see her being hung and stuck in that engram. So I just put that tap out there to everyone. We release being hung. We release dangling at the end of the rope. She drops down in energy and starts crying and everything. And she's changed forever from that. Just yeah. that one little piece. Yeah. All right. So that's um, that's what we are here to afford everyone who takes the initiative to sign up for these things. Thank you, babies. Um, Thank thanks you, for babies. sticking with me. Thanks, listeners. Thank you, uh, please like, share, subscribe. Certainly sign up for these group healing things. And um, by the way, every now and then the issues might be sort of so intense that you might recommend uh, that they sign up for a private session if that's available for them as well. It is everybody so, can... Everybody can like benefit from a private session. You know that. But they can all benefit from it, but they may not all have the ability to benefit from it because. I know, you know but it's here for them. I'm here for them if they want to and they can. Absolutely. All right. Bit of a marathon, Jen's gem. Thanks for that. Uh, please share this amongst the people because this, what we're, what we're offering here is so profound. Um, can't say that enough. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye for now.